do this. Welcome back to Marketing Management and Money. I'm your host, Ryan Owens. I'm your host, Ryan Murray. So I want to take an episode here and talk about something that normally I wouldn't provoke. (laughs) I'm intrigued. We're going to go with the finance side of things. Oh, okay. I understand now what you're you're alluding to. Normally, I don't want to poke that bear, but I think it's... I came across something that I think is really important. We, we've kind of had a conversation that uh, I think will be beneficial to our audience to address. And so I'm going to weather the storm here for a minute and we're going to dive into this and make something really good out of it. Okay. So uh, I worked with a business that they they ran into some problems because of something they did. And we're, we're going to talk about today how, how we could have done things differently and how we can run our business better, right? Okay. On a financial side. So they decided that, uh, well, let me give some background. They're a service-based business that um, would be affected by hours of operation, right? Okay. Um, they're running well. They're a profitable company, sound. I mean, it's not the most, you know, I'm making millions of dollars, but they're doing well, right? Okay. They're keeping the doors open. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so they decide that by adjusting their hours of operation, they can increase their sales, okay. right? which is something you see a lot in, in this type of an industry. Are so, they adjusting or increasing? Uh, good clarification. They're increasing okay. their, their hours of operation. So uh, you see this a lot, I feel like, in service-based industries that are affected by hours of operation. They, they want to stay open longer. They want to capture more um, customers, you know, what, what have mm-hmm. So they make this adjustment. And they actually, down the road a little ways, end up struggling. Okay. So they're 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 having, they've had a, a massive increase in sales, and yet they find themselves running up against this wall where they're 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 struggling a little bit financially mm-hmm. to to keep the doors open. Right? Okay. So I, I want to address this. Uh, what went wrong? And because there's a there's a key piece of it here and. Uh, so I want to address what went wrong and how our our listeners can avoid making this mistake and run their businesses better because of it. So 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 let me let me recap. And I understand sure. that uh, you know where they ran into problems, and so you don't necessarily want to provide you know a lot of specific information and call them out. Sure. You know on on the show, but we do have to get clear on a couple things. So they originally were doing well. Not right. great, but well enough. Right. They wanted to do better. They were service-based, so the only way to really drive those sales was to increase their hours of operation. So they increased their hours of operation. I assume that by increasing their hours of operation, they also had to increase their labor costs. Yeah. And among other things, that was one of the things that they had to do. Okay. Yeah, uh, they had to hire another employee. Okay. So, so now their expenses are going up. Right. And all of a sudden, you said they got into trouble. I'm going to, in financial terms, I'm going to say that they probably had some profitability issues. Yeah, exactly. So they, they didn't calculate what the effects of, of this were going to be on their business. Mm-hmm. This change was going to be make on their business. So um, it bringing, taking into consideration, I mean, they, they tried to consider some of the main things. And I think we see this a lot um, in small business where um, people like myself maybe aren't quite as savvy initially, you know, on starting a small business that they, 
aren't as savvy with the financial side of things. And so they try, they do their best, right. Mm-hmm. Um, to take some of these things into consideration, they, they can do fairly well, but, um, with some of these things, if you're not, if you're not hitting them right, then it can, it can, you can run into problems like this business did. So, 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 so there's an interesting thing that, uh, well, three interesting sure. things. So you talked about their sales increasing. You right. talked about their expenses increasing to support the sales. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of extrapolated that they got into some profit issues yep. to try and keep the doors open on the business. So I've got sales, I've got expenses, I've got profits. Yep. That's a P&L <laughs> exactly. right there. That's a profit and loss statement right there. Exactly. And so anytime that I'm dealing with a profit and loss statement, the go-to tool that I'm going to use is break-even calculation. Right. And now, on the break-even calculation, where do most businesses use break-even? The only time you see it used is... Uh, in the startup phase. In the startup phase. When they're trying to acquire funding or, or what have you. Right? And, and, I, and I'll see that often. Almost every business plan is going to have some form of break-even when they're starting up, but then they completely ignore it. And I'm, I'm going to tell our listeners right now, if you think that break-even is a startup tool, you do not understand how to run break-even because break-even is an ongoing tool. It's one of the most powerful tools that you can Mm -hmm. use to understand your profit and loss because essentially a profit and loss statement is nothing more than a break-even calculation. Right. You know, I start with my sales, I subtract out my expenses, I end up with profit. Well, break-even is once I've covered all of my expenses via my sales and I hit zero, I'm at break even. So a yeah. profit and loss where the profitability is zero is a break even statement. A profit and loss that exceeds the profitability of zero is just that. It just exceeded break even. It achieved break even and then some. And if I'm running in the red, I didn't hit break even. My business didn't break even for that month or quarter or mm-hmm. that year, I right. just didn't break even. That's what a PL is telling me. Yeah. And, and so if I don't understand that I'm constantly doing break even, if I think it's just a startup, I'm totally missing the boat. Right. Now, I'm kind of jumping ahead here for, yeah. uh, on a couple things. Well, no, that's okay. And, and that's why I used this example is because I wanted to get at this topic of break even. Um, it's and, and this example in particular, it uses, like, that's that's where they ran into issues. If they would have used a, a break-even calculation in making this adjustment, mm-hmm. they they likely wouldn't have run into that same scenario. So, it, so the first thing that I would have recommended for them to do is they needed to identify their fixed and their variable expenses. Right. So let's clarify fixed and variable expenses. Okay, please do. Right? So fixed expenses are things that don't change as sales change. Uh, there are expenses that you're going to have regardless of whether sales increase or decrease, right? Mm-hmm. Variable is the opposite. So as sales increase, your variable expenses increase as well. And the inverse is also true. So examples of those um, variable would be like sales commissions. Mm-hmm. Great um, example. Fixed would be like my uh, personal ice cream machine next to my desk. <laughs> No matter how much we sell, <laughs> so still going to be there. So since most of our listeners don't have a personal ice cream machine. You know, I love ice cream. Right, right there sitting. <laughs> and and uh, 
Don't believe a word that comes out of this guy's mouth. <laughs> give us a real example, like like rent or utilities or something. Sure, I mean, exactly. come on, give exactly. me something. Okay. Those are boring. <laughs> yeah. So no matter how much you sell in a month, if you're renting a building, I mean, unless you go out of business, which heaven forbid you don't, uh, you still have that expense of rent, right? Yeah. Whether you it, sell a bunch or you sell a little bit, you're still going to have to pay the same amount of rent. And and. You know, one one that I like, so when people look at rent and they're just like, oh, fixed. You know, my rent's the same month after month, so therefore it's fixed because it's the same. I'm like, uh, uh, not correct, because not. utilities. Are your utilities the same? I mean, you might be on some sort of equal payment program. Sure. But really, are you going to spend the same on your heating bill in January that you are in July? Right. No. You've got two, you know, two extremes and you've got a lot of variability but it's still a fixed expense, even though it varies. Right. It varies with the weather. And that's that's a very important clarification is, is to understand fixed versus variable. It's it's about whether or not it's affected by your sales. Whatever mm-hmm. that expense is, is it affected by your sales? Yeah. So here's the first key concept of break even that is a little bit um, counterintuitive. But once you understand it, you're like, oh, duh. If I ask you this question, in my business, do I want my expenses to go up or down? That depends. <laughs> what would most people want to say? Sure. You want them to go down, right? Yeah. But as you correctly pointed out, that depends. Yeah, it depends on what your objectives are. So if I have fixed expenses, I always want my fixed expenses to right. go down. Absolutely. But what happens if my variable expenses go down? Then your sales are going down. And my sales are going down as well. Right. Yeah. So it, variable expenses like cost of goods sold or sales right. commissions. That was mm-hmm. the example that yeah. you gave. Things that you'll see on your piano. Yeah. And so if I've got like these sales commissions and all of a sudden I stop paying commissions, <laughs> it, I'm not saving any <laughs> money here. <laughs> Yeah. You know, this is an expense that I actually want to go yeah. through the roof. I want this expense to be huge yeah. because if I stop paying sales commissions, there's only one reason why I stopped paying sales commissions because I stopped having any sales. Because you moved out of country. <laughs> <laughs> you took the money and ran. <laughs> right. Everybody's wondering where you went. And, and, and so we don't want all of our expenses to decrease. Mm-hmm. And, and and if you went to someone and you said, hey, you know what? Uh, some of your expenses you want to increase, they'd be like, huh, idiot. Right. But <laughs> but then you can turn around and be like, oh, you don't understand break even. Ha, 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 idiot. Yeah. So, you sound way too much like me right now. <laughs> you're wearing off on me. That's scary. <laughs> so, so that's the first thing that we want to determine is we want to determine what kind of right. expenses we're dealing with, fixed or variable. Right. And so if you're calculating break even, then we start by looking at our variable costs as a percentage of the sales. So okay. sales commissions are kind of an easy one because they tend to be a percentage anyway. Right. But costs of goods sold, that might be a little bit more challenging to calculate. You know, those are all of the costs of the, you know, the materials that go yeah. into the product that you're going to sell. Right. And so let's just say hypothetically speaking, that I've got a, uh, you know, a, a cost of goods of, you know, 60%. So okay. sure. it, for, for every dollar I sell, it costs me 60 cents to produce 
that mm-hmm. item so that I can sell it. That factors in all of my sales commissions, my cost of goods, anything else that is a, a direct factor of those variable expenses. Right. So what I have left over is that 40%. Mm-hmm. For those who are nerdy out there, that's known as your contribution. And if it's a percentage, it's your contribution margin percentage. <laughs> Just had to throw that in there. You're so smart. Everybody likes you. How many more compliments do you want? I, look, it's important <laughs> because you've got to have that number. Yeah, right. Right? Absolutely. Because it's that number that's going to let us know our break even. Right. So in exactly. this example, I've got 40% of a contribution margin percentage. Okay. I'm going to divide my fixed costs uh-huh. by that 40% contribution margin percentage. Okay. I can just say contribution margin. We okay with that? We understand that it's a percentage. Mm -hmm. So I can divide that fixed cost by that percentage. Here's a crazy thing. Your, uh, your business, right? They hired an employee. Mm -hmm. Do you remember if it was a full-time or part-time employee? Um, I think it actually ended up being a full-time employee Okay, because it was hours during the week and, and then they extended to the weekend as well. Okay. So I'm going to have you bust out your calculator here for us. Sure. And those who are listening, if you guys want to bust out your calculators as well, you're welcome to, or you can just follow along. Let's assume full-time employee. Okay. And they're just starting out. So I'm going to put them at a nice round $50,000 annual wage. Okay. Okay. Because by the time you're done paying them, you've got some, uh, you know, some payroll taxes, right. some, some benefits, some perks, some different things. So let's say that it costs the company $50,000 for this employee. Right. Maybe you're higher, maybe you're lower. It, it totally depends on what the industry is, where you're located, but the concept will remain the same. Sure. Okay. So you're going to take that $50,000 and we already decided we have a contribution margin of 40%. 40%. Divide 50,000 by 0.4. What do we get? $125,000. $125,000 is the amount of sales. Increased sales. Increased increased sales that they would have to make to justify bringing on that employee. $125,000. Yeah. Now. Annually, right? Annually. Year after year, yeah. it's it's not. It's, hey, it's sweet, I hit this one time and, yeah. my, and I'm good. Yeah. It's year after year. I've got to increase my annual sales by one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. Do I make any money at that point? Yeah. No, that's zero. That's zero, right? Yeah, you and just got out of the red. Congratulations. <laughs> right. At one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. But I mean, honestly, though, that's a big deal. Like when you, when you hit that mark, that's a big deal. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's not the end. And, and, and so do you think that this business, do you think that when they did the calculation, they said, okay, I'm going to hire someone for $50,000, no. so therefore I need $125,000? No. no, they said, oh, I'm going to hire him for $50,000. So I got to make $50,000 back. I got to make $50,000 right. back. That's, it's the, a one, that's, right. the, that's the logical the, train of thought. Exactly. And that's where people get into trouble is they use that train of thought. Now, you mentioned that there was more going on than just this full-time employee. They extended their hours of operation. So with extended hours of operation, I've got more utilities. Increasing utilities. I've I've got, you know, different... 
different wear and tear. I've yeah, got increase uh, in supplies they were using to yeah, maintain. you know, and 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 so I've got all these things that are going on that are also adding to that, and 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 we we could take whatever number we wanted to. We could right. say fifty thousand uh, dollars. You know, maybe you you add it up to sixty thousand dollars annually, and then you divide that by point four, and right. you know. It's going to come out to one hundred fifty thousand, one hundred fifty thousand dollars. So I got to get another yeah. twenty five thousand dollars just to cover some of my overhead. Now, whether these are your exact numbers or not, I'm pretty sure that these are not your exact numbers because we're just randomly making them up. Right? <laughs> but there's somebody out there like, whoa, how did they know? <laughs> They're talking about me, but I've never met these guys. <laughs> Oh, to that one guy, please reach out to us. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know that we pegged you. <laughs> so, you know, we're making these numbers up, but you can see the concept. You can see what is happening here in this business. Now, yeah. here's an interesting thing. If you think about the contribution margin was 40%, right. that's what's left over to cover all of those expenses and hopefully get us to some profit, right? Right. Well, what would happen if my variable expenses changed? What would happen if my variable expenses were to increase? Right. So in this example, variable expenses were at 60%. Right. Let's say that they increase up to 65%. Okay. So now my contribution margin is 35%. Right. Okay. Take that same $60,000, divide that. 0.35. Yeah. Not 60,035 cents. Times it here. <laughs> no, we're dividing here, actually. <laughs> wow. And this is why Ryan uh, doesn't do the finance side wah, of the business. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> All right. Sixty thousand dollars divided by divided point three point three five. Whoa. One hundred and seventy one thousand dollars four hundred or one hundred seventy one thousand four hundred and twenty eight dollars. So we added over twenty thousand dollars just by adjusting that contribution margin. By five percent. Five percent. Five percent. Yeah. Well, but that is that speaks to the efficiency of business, right? So if you're this is a little bit of a tangent here. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to increase sales maybe you don't need to do something as drastic as as throttling your hours of operation wide open, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you just become a little bit more efficient in your margins. Oh, okay. Let's play the efficiency. And I know I'm getting into the numbers here, and I apologize for everyone who's just like, more numbers? Are you okay. kidding me? Run the other direction. Exactly. And let's let's see what happens here if we run the other direction. So you got 60000 and say you take it to 50%. Okay. Is that too much of a jump? Um, it depends your business, but let's take it fifty percent and see what happens. So you went to one hundred twenty thousand. Okay, so we saved thirty thousand dollars by just changing the yeah. efficiencies. Yeah, and, and and this is really important for businesses to understand. If you're not doing this calculation in your business, you're not doing a true calculation. You're you're the person who's thinking. Oh, I hire someone for fifty thousand dollars. It costs me fifty thousand dollars. When it's like, no, yeah. it doesn't cost you fifty thousand dollars. It costs you significantly more right. than that fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, and understanding that is so key, so you don't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Now, there's there's one 
more concept that I, I kind of want to wrap up with on today. Okay, sure. And, and that is that in business, is the goal to make more sales or is the goal to make more profit? Uh, duh, it's to make more money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Money, 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 yeah, money. Right. You want more profit. You want more profit because I can't spend sales dollars. Exactly. The owner doesn't get to take home sales dollars. The owner takes home profit. profit. Exactly. And so when I'm doing these kinds of things, is it possible that I can decrease my sales and still make more profit in the company? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's sort of, it's not sort of, that's really counterintuitive. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, but it comes back to that efficiency, right? It comes back to um, how do you, how do you tweak this machine that you've created or that you have in front of you? How do you tweak this so that it gives you more of what you want? And ultimately that's dollars in your pocket. Yeah. Right. That's your profits. And so maybe you make that machine a little bit smaller Mm -hmm. so that it is lighter, you know, it's more agile or or whatever. And I'm using, getting some weird analogy stuff going (laughs) on here, but you know, you make it so that it, it gives you more of what you want without consuming as much. Right. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, going back to the example of this business that you were working with, they, when they said they wanted more money, most businesses think they want more sales. Yes. In their instance, they wanted more profit. Now exactly. there are times to have more sales and, oh, for sure. and, and we'll cover that in some future episodes, right. but most of the time profit is our goal. Mm-hmm. And these businesses, as they are trying to improve profitability, they immediately said, oh, hey, if I can increase my sales, then I'm obviously going to get more money. Yeah. Well, they did get more money, but they didn't get more money to spend. Right. Bigger isn't always better. Right. And, and so I guess the takeaway that I, that I would want our listeners to really gravitate toward here is to say, what is the ultimate goal and let's understand everything mm-hmm. that's going on in this business. Let's look at this P&L as a, balance, excuse me, as a break-even calculation. And let's try and get more profit in the back pocket. Yeah. Now, there's a lot about break-even yeah. that we didn't get to. Yeah. And we will in some future episodes. But as you said... We're going to keep it real low-key here. Yeah. We're, we're, we're not going to go too crazy all at once because we want to keep this with some actionable steps that you can implement today. So the yeah. action item is look at your business, look at your P&L as a break-even, mm-hmm. see what your margins are, yeah, and see where you can improve some efficiencies on those margins. Right. Try and drive that profit line up, and uh, we'll, we'll be giving you some uh, future tips in future episodes. So stay with us.